0: No no, 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 streaming. Now, streaming on Not the Podcast You Deserve.
1: It's Now Streaming. <laughs> Welcome to Now Streaming. I am your host, Drew with a you. With me, as always, is that supposedly kind of, almost sort of handsome Drew Crawford. And then. Definitely not the afterthought, just also Kyle. Boy,
0: this is getting this is getting out of hand. Or someone's going to have to put a stop to this. As the only well, person who knows how to edit the audio, I might have to put a stop <laughs> to this. It might have to be me.
1: It's almost She's like the buck stops power. at you. <laughs> yes. Don't let it go to your head. Spider-Man taught us anything.
0: That was it. Yeah. And that and don't let a, don't let a deranged man run away from a uh, fight with a gun and shoot your uncle in the parking lot those two things well
2: also I, I know, know that bone saw is ready <laughs>
1: <laughs> also if your aunt meets and befriends a random old man who tells you that he's a stranger from a different dimension don't befriend that guy
0: oh okay yeah no that, that was, was a deep more of a yeah, stretch yeah.
1: than the rest of it sure, okay sure, okay no, right. i'm dragging with you Well, then let's just go on to now streaming, which is where we talk about what we've been streaming currently, what we've been watching, give our recs, and or the opposite of a recommendation for what that is. For me, it's three movies. What? Each of varying...
0: Was that English? What did you just say?
1: You want me to take it again? Are you going to edit it out? I'm sure not.
0: (laughs) Yeah, okay. You might as well just hang on.
1: (laughs) Then I I trust that if if the listener didn't know what I said, they'll rewind it. To hit the fifteen second back button. Um, that will help. That you get here at uh, not the podcast you deserve. <laughs> you don't deserve it. Um, no, I watched three movies of varying likitude. Uh, I'll start with the lowest and work my way up. One, the movie I did not like, the l- movie I liked the least, was Alone Together. Is a movie that came out in twenty twenty two, a rom com. And if I told you that it starred, was written by and directed by Katie Holmes would that tell you that it was a good movie or Ooh. a not good movie <laughs> i would lean not good i would lean towards I mean, not good. i've been wrong
2: before <laughs> yeah.
1: the force is strong with you supposedly handsome drew because it was not great it was a interesting idea like it, the trailer was good enough to get me to rent it on amazon prime and it had katie holmes who i'm not i'm not the biggest you know hater on katie holmes i enjoyed her and Batman Begins, and also Jim Sturgis of uh, along, uh, Across the Universe fame. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know if oh, yeah. Beatles movie. Yeah. So I was excited to watch it. I was in the right headspace for a rom was me and my wife. We had made a pillow for it. I don't know if there's any better way to watch a <laughs> And what we got was a movie that was trying really hard to deal with all of the issues that we experienced in COVID. It was trying really, really hard to bring you and hit you really hard. Like you remember that time that we had to deal with COVID and, and COVID yeah. was tough and we, had, we couldn't do things. We couldn't go, like Order Domino's was closed. That was crazy, right? And they just didn't bring the gravitas needed to pull that off. It was like they had this, the, 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 the movie is that they're stuck in an Airbnb together. They rented the same Airbnb at the same time. Uh, and they accidentally had to stay there. That's also how
0: Barbarian starts. How wild! Oh,
1: really? Okay. Well, yes. This one got worse from there. I don't know how Barbarian goes. <laughs> <there. laughs>
0: well, it also gets worse from there for the lead characters, yeah. but not in the same way that I think this one is getting worse. Yes.
1: Yes. And it's just—it's <laughs> just not well
0: done. They're- I've got to <laughs> wonder now if two movies that and two movies that came out in 2022 are based around the. Plot point of two people rent out an Airbnb at the same time, yep. unbeknownst to the other person. Like, does that happen a lot? So it's got to happen I, a lot. I
2: actually had that same thought when you were when he mentioned that. <clears throat> that, as opposed to mirror movies, what if we did a thing about directors that were given the same plot at the same time and, <laughs> and they just went wildly say, different directions? You make a rom com, yeah. you make a scary movie, and you make a yeah. war movie, and the the plot is that's beautiful. <clears throat> Someone standing outside in line for the brand new iPhone. Go. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: a Christmas Airbnb. Yeah,
1: it shouldn't be like the whole plot, but it should be the prompt or yeah. like <laughs> But yeah, that was alone together. Not the greatest in the world. Possibly the worst movie I saw this week. The next one up was uh, <laughs> I Want You Back starring Charlie Day and Ginny Slate.
0: Oh, it's on my yeah. list. And
1: Scott Eastwood. Yes. Okay. Good. Oh, oh, y'all heard about this
0: one? Yeah. Uh, Charlie Day was on the uh, Smartless podcast and talked about it. So was Jenny Slate at one point. Um, okay. But yeah, I, th- this is on my list of movies I really actually want to see. Yeah. Do I do I actually want to see it though? <laughs>
1: yes, I would recommend this one. It gets my okay. my seal of approval. It's not you know Bullet Train level. It's not. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good rom com that came out this this year. And I'll get to. Well, that's a really-
0: Bullet train. Yeah,
1: I feel like we're we're what's the opposite of a of a golden era of rom com? A golden era. What's opposite of golden era? Recession. Bad? We're in a recession of rom coms. Yeah. you feel that? Can y'all name the best rom com that's come out recently?
0: (sighs) I mean Avengers Endgame was pretty good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there's been a lot of just heavy hitters.
0: Deadpool.
1: It's like COVID backed up a bunch of movies, and they're like, you know what? Let's come out with all of the superhero stuff, all of the A stuff. Awesome.
0: Yeah, I think that's partly because the only movies going to theaters these days are superheroes and superhero movies and blockbusters. Yeah. That's a good point. And everything else is kind of going yeah. straight to streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and Christmas movies. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting <laughs> yeah. that uh, rom com may be dying a little bit. Yeah.
1: And this is a, a bright star in a fading galaxy, I guess we'll say. Um, Charlie Day does a phenomenal job. Always fun to see him uh, crush it. Ginny Slate's fun as well. I mean, the whole cast does a really good job of just—you can tell they had fun making this movie, and it's fun to watch. Yeah.
0: That movie is interesting to me conceptually because those two people are not the like obvious right. rom-com leads. Right. Neither one of those are like, oh, you would obviously be the lead of a rom-com, and so—and I think those are normally like the better rom-coms when it's not. Brad Pitt and Sandra Bullock, or Matthew McConaughey and another blonde chick, or Tom Hanks and that other girl that Tom Hanks is always in rom-coms. About. You bite, bite your tongue. <laughs> I, I'm excited. Did you enjoy this movie I, though? Was it a good one? I thoroughly enjoyed it. This
1: was a, a good, okay, fun watch. Uh, I would recommend plop it on the couch with your significant other, and and watch it if you get a chance. It gets my seal of approval. I want you back on Amazon Prime for freezies.
0: Okay, cool. I want to watch that one.
1: Yes. And the last and highest recommendation I have, this one's actually going to be just under bullet train. Not quite bullet train levels, but the amount of fun I had watching this in the theaters was astronaut. And that is See How They Run. Now, have you all heard or seen the trailer for See How They Run? Starting Sam Rockwell, Sir Ronan, um that's really the main two <laughs> no i got nothing. adrian brody in that as well nothing nothing okay well i'm excited then this is a small release and it's not in every theater but you can still catch it in theaters see how they run it's a murder mystery centered around a play an agatha christie play that is also a murder mystery okay and so they there's a lot of parallels and similar storylines and flashbacks and at one point they do a flashback And the writer is like, no, 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 we're not doing a flashback. That's a terrible writing. Are you serious? What next? You're going to do three weeks later? And then it cuts to a sign that says three weeks later.
0: Oh, I love (laughs) it already. That's great.
1: And Sam Rockwell crushes it as just a curmudgeon, angry, kind of alcoholic detective. And then Saoirse Ronan, who's like triple Oscar nominated, is his kind of new recruit detective who is just super naive and just the cutest is such a fun character. She steals the show. It's so good.
0: What would I know her from? Because that name doesn't ring a bell. Okay,
1: uh, Lady Bird was the thing that I recognized her from. Um,
0: okay. Her her
1: name is spelled S-A-O-I-R-S-E. So <clears throat> I had to watch multiple YouTube videos to get the pronunciation so similar. Yeah, her
0: parents really punted on that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they said, you know what? Screw you for the rest <laughs> of your life. Here you go.
1: She's uh, IMDb says she's most known for Brooklyn, Atonement, The Lovely Bones, and Hannah. I'm not the... boy. Yeah, okay. missed you on that yeah. one. French Dispatch, which is a Wes Anderson, so I know you didn't see it.
0: Sure. Yeah, you missed me on all yeah. Of those. Yeah. Okay.
1: So she's kind of circled.
0: But you, this was your favorite of those three, yes,
1: right? Yes. Yes. I, I put this, like I said, okay. right under Bullet Train, and it's close. It almost edged it out this year for best movie I've seen. Um, I really, really had so much fun. The the Okay. Their wow. dynamic is amazing. The writing is really, really good. They have fun, kind of with. It doesn't. It takes place in reality, but they don't really care about being a super gritty, realistic. You know, theme throughout the whole movie. So they just kind of have fun. It's not like zany or cartoony, but it is. It felt like Clue, honestly.
0: Oh, very yeah. cool! Okay. It's the
1: closest thing to Clue that I've seen since Clue has come out so i, I
0: well now i'm definitely in. <laughs> i highly now i'm definitely yeah, go in. see
1: it please please go see it you're gonna enjoy it see how they run that is my highest recommendation that i can give that's also the last movie that i'm going to talk about on the pod today so i'm going to kick it over to kyle who's going to bring up the slack
0: i didn't catch much new stuff this week but i did catch up on welcome to wrexham and Nice. If you were thinking to yourself, like, man, I don't know if I want to watch this show or not, just skip to episode seven, because it is a, like, variety show between Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney, and it's almost, it feels like they struck, like, a ten episode deal with FX and Hulu, and then, like, halfway through filming the documentary, they realized they didn't have enough footage to get all ten episodes, So they just threw this variety show in the seventh episode of the season. Um, And it is so good that it makes me want them to do an actual variety show (laughs) instead of doing movies. And it's always sunny. Um, At one point, they do like a a Welsh journalist comes on and does like a cooking show with them. And uh, like they make them translate. Some stuff from uh, English into Welsh, and she makes one of them, which is pretty great. Uh, They have a sports center segment where they just show their team getting beat a whole uh, bunch uh, and Rob (laughs) McElhaney dropping a bunch of f bombs and being mad. Um, They do like a uh, late night show segment uh, where they bring on like a Welsh singer. Um, It's just really funny. So if like soccer is not your thing, then like episode seven of Welcome to Wrexham will be everybody's thing. Um, I was already all the way in on the show, and then when they did that, I was like, you've got me. I'm in for season two, and I'm buying a Wrexham hat, so <laughs> no one can stop me. I might buy a jersey. If the jersey didn't have TikTok on the very oh, front of it, no. I probably would have already bought it. Oh,
1: no. Well, uh, and then can I, I say one thing on Wrexham? I, I, I'm glad to hear that there's a, a way to jump in, because I, I watched the first two episodes, and I, I think I was expecting... I was oh, really? expecting Ted Lasso, but oh, no, from the yeah. manager's perspective, I just wanted Ryan Reynolds and, and Rob McElhenney to be funny all the time.
0: Sure. Yeah, it it is not like Ted Lasso. It really is like a documentary, yeah. and they get to kind of be spliced in there. Um, as the series goes on, it gets more into, like, the people of uh, Wrexham, right. and that's kind of cool. Um, but, and I... Again, I connect with that as a Cowboys fan, and my heart has always been broken by my favorite team. Um, And so to kind of see that, like, that is the town's, like, thing is really cool. Uh, And then I think episode eight is when Rob and Ryan finally go to see a game in person, and that's a really fun episode, too. Um, So I think the final two episodes are coming up this week. I'm pretty excited about that. And then I normally, instead of watching a new thing when I can't sleep, I have insomnia. I often will not sleep and I will find shows to watch. And instead of like getting into a new show, I'll just watch a show that I know is good that won't hurt my feelings and make me mad for spending time on it. And I recently just finished my probably fifth time through Arrested Development, but the first time in a long time. And I firmly stand by that being the greatest TV show of all time. uh, After my, my fifth time through if you haven't seen Arrested Development, it is it is it's a it is so good for so many different reasons. The the Russo brothers' really first big project, and Jason Bateman and Will Arnett, and man, it's so good. And the comedy was so before its time, and the way it was filmed was so before its time. So uh, y'all were wrong for not putting that in your favorite. TV shows list back in episode nine or whatever that was and I was correct you know what in the night
1: on air on air live for our audience to hear mm-hmm I'm gonna say it you're right rest of is tough, oh Tim. thank you it's top ten.
0: it's so good There's man a, it's, it's so good. running
1: ga- I have so much respect for how many running gags they keep up in the air yeah like, that's so yeah. many plates they have spinning and if you're not paying attention They don't care. They'll run away by you. They'll just throw them in the background.
0: They'll keep going. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, And then finally, I watched This Is Where I Leave You, uh, which was a movie recommendation from Drew Allen, I believe, a month or so back. And I would say 100% skip this movie (laughs) unless you're just dying for uh, a weird time. Uh, the, only, the reason I thought about this, uh, Sean Levy directed it. And I'm a big Sean Levy fan. And then uh, had, uh, Jason Bateman, Dax Shepard, Tina Fey, Jane Fonda, Adam Driver, Ben Schwartz, Connie Britton, Corey Stoll, Timothy Oliphant, Catherine Hahn, Rose Byrne. Mm-hmm. L- like, almost every famous person you've ever heard of is in this movie. And it's just not very good. Um, and I wanted it to be good. And it was just like an hour and a half of back-to-back-to-back... To back to back duet scenes of like real drama interspliced between outrageous comedy mm-hmm. and um it was like an it was like an r-rated rest development and i didn't love it didn't love it, it. Like, not enough will Ned, i guess
1: it felt like two whole seasons of this is us in one movie
0: <laughs> and i
1: get what you're saying and having some distance from it i do like the, the things I loved about it are not quite as strong. And the things that I didn't like about it stand out. Like uh, Timothy Oliphant's storyline didn't need to be in there. There's no reason.
0: Yeah. That and the fact that they want you to believe that Jason Bateman, Adam Driver, and Corey Stoll are all brothers. <laughs> when two of them have luscious locks of hair. And the third one is just bald as can be. And it's like, there's no way the mailman was in there at least wow. one time. Wow. Because there's, there's no other way. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice tease. Uh, yeah, so this is where I leave you. I would leave. This is where I leave you on things to watch when you are more bored. And uh, Arrested Development and Reco- Welcome to Wrexham cannot recommend enough. Crawford, what about you? Yeah, so uh, a big
2: one for me was... Watching Andor on Disney Plus, the first three mm. episodes have dropped, and they are fantastic. Oh and man! I I've, I have a strong feeling we'll probably talk about them at some point as a group, so I don't want to jump too far into that. Uh, but I will say, Cassian Andor is great, uh, the main actor, awesome. and I did have a feeling at one point where I was like, "Is he going to be our generation's Mandy Patikan?" Like, uh, oh, yeah. the.
0: Uh, Unpack that for me. Yeah, I know who Mandy Patinkin is. i <laughs> like you to unpack how he's going to be our Mandy Patinkin. Oh, he just... Like, the he Broadway say, great... Yeah, you know. he just
2: sounds a lot like him, and I think that there's going to oh. be probably some kind of iconic scene that he does where uh, our generation... Like, we'll quote it over and over and over. Like, Interesting. Like, you kill my father, prepare to die. He's going to be something like, you're rebels, right? Rebel. But it's going to be cooler than that. <laughs> um, I'm not a writer. Who's to say? Yeah. yeah. I like it. Uh, and I don't want to give away too much, but there is always a scars guard so suck it. Uh, 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 I'm uh. always right on that. Um, the main lead girl is uh, of Morbius fame, which, you know, boo, but also of Good Omens fame, so yay. Oh, so, she's great.
0: I yeah. love her. What's she's her name? Great.
2: Uh, I forget off the top of my head. about Mom We're talking about, Mom, Mom sh- We're
0: talking about no.
1: Andrea Aj- Ajorna who plays Biggs?
0: That's the yes, one. Yes. Yes.
2: Um and then uh I really like no, that vibe. time out.
0: This deserves a this deserves a second pass through. She's great. I yes. love her. Put her in more things. Great. Do we need to get Matt Singletary on this? How do we get her in more things? <laughs> Um,
2: But, again, I don't want to go too far down the Andor storyline here because I think, as I mentioned earlier, we'll probably have a separate pod where we talk about it. But it's on Disney+, and I like it a lot. I love everything Star Wars, so uh, I think that this new show has set up some fun new worlds and new bad guys. And it feels more like Rogue One, as you might expect, because it's a Rogue One character. But it is separate places, people you've never heard of, you know a skywalker is nowhere to be found it it feels very much like its own fun little story inside of the star wars universe that is not going to have major ramifications elsewhere you can just enjoy star wars and have a good time
1: I, I got a question for you and i love i love all of that and i agree 100% i didn't get a chance to watch all three episodes but i did watch enough to kind of get the feel for it and it i kind of got some blade runner feels more so than Star Wars feels a lot of it. Did you pick up on any of that or were you just like uh, that?
2: Well, yeah, that that first episode for sure when he goes to the corporate district. Yeah. That feels definitely very Blade Runner like um, Judge Dredd kind of right. futuristic. Everything sleek and rainy and, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then when he goes back to his home like junk area. Uh. Uh, scrapyard area. Um, It does, it feels a little different, but it's, it's hitting a lot of classic sci-fi tropes and feels, uh, which is pretty great. Also uh, started watching the sixth season of Peaky Blinders. It took me forever to get back to this. I have seen all of it beforehand and I've been a big proponent of Peaky Blinders, but when the new season came out, I just was really busy and was like, Oh, I'll get to it later. And then I did Ah. And yeah. so, like, I made myself do it this week, and I am really enjoying it.
0: Is the sixth season the last season? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The fifth season ended on such, like, a like a, very emotional, like, it kind of drained you emotionally, I feel like, because they had this big plot, and then it didn't work, and you're like, oh. ah! Yeah. yeah. So, it, it was with you. It took me a long time to get, like, revved up to watch season six.
2: And I knew that, you know, you Polly, uh, the aunt mom, had died uh, in real life. Yeah. And so I was interested to see how they were going to address that. And I think they did it pretty tastefully and and well done. That also advanced the storyline so um, <clears throat> in a way that made sense, which is sometimes really hard to do. It puts the writers in a hard position. I think they handled it well. Um, and then also one new show that's on Amazon Prime. It's called uh, – oh, sorry. Yeah, no, nope, it is on Amazon Prime. I thought it was Netflix for a second. That it's back to Prime. I was right the first time. It's called A Private Affair. And it stars uh, Jean Renaud. Or Renault. I don't know exactly how you say his name. Um, but you would know him from Mission Impossible or Leon the Professional. Uh, things like that. He's You'll recognize his face and his voice immediately when you see him. But I really like him a lot. Rodin is another great movie he's in. But he i saw his face on the trailer and i was like oh i want to watch this and then i noticed pretty quickly i was like something's happening here it was an english dub the show is actually in spanish it takes place in spain the setting is like the 1940s and it's following this uh, female lead who grows up in this family of detectives and but it's the 40s and women can't be cops uh her dad was the chief of police her brother just became the chief of police but she's actually like trained by her dad and she sets off to solve uh, this mystery that she gets involved in uh, to find a serial killer in Spain. And she's joined by her trusty Butler, who's played by Jean Renau and Renault. And it's very fun. It's not super heavy. It's a like put it on in the background, a suspenseful moment here or there. Mostly it's just cute, pretty fun. I'd say it's about a 6.5, a seven, um, I do watch it in Spanish and read the subtitles because I like hearing them actually talk in their native tongue versus English dubbing. But if you're into that, you know, you can do it that way too. It's up to you. But I, w- I would recommend it, uh, especially if you can deal with subtitles. It's a fun, cute show.
0: Speaking of English dubbing and subtitles, have you watched RRR yet? Uh, no, no you, we said we'd watch it together. Oh, that's right. We got to watch it together. Okay. Okay, clear your schedule this weekend. We'll figure something out.
2: Will do. Will do. Because
0: yeah, they that's, have that's officially the submit their film to the Academy Awards to be considered in all categories, which I love. I I love the audacity. To be like. um, and then I do have some trailers,
2: but you know we can save that. Why not? All right. Uh, boom! 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 Crawford's Corner.
0: Crawford's
2: Corner. That's right. It's time for Crawford's Corner. Uh, this week, watch some new trailers. Just a couple I want to get through. Uh, there's a new one called The Last of Us, which I think is mm. going to be a show on HBO Max. And it's yeah. a post-apocalyptic I think zombie? It it's looks based like some, on a kind, video of monster, game. Or some kind of monster. It's a video game. Who stars, in it? Who stars mm-hmm. in it? Has he ever made a bad movie? Oh, we're getting there. It's Pedro Pascal, and he looks like a badass. <laughs> uh... But he looks like a badass with a heart of gold that is gonna get broken by this little girl he's trying to save.
0: The little so my wife is a huge uh, gamer and she played this game a lot and I didn't see much of the game. But what you just said, I, it was all ah, ah, So you've ah, you've awesome. nailed that perfectly from what I've seen of the game. So yeah,
2: this is how I convince people I've seen movies. I just know <laughs> trailers really well. <laughs> um secondly enola holmes which is going yeah. to netflix uh enola holmes 2 i should say uh i really enjoyed the first one it's very cute yeah. very fun um the main girl who's in stranger things i can't remember her name millie thought, bobby brown that thank you yes she did great uh henry cavill is in it as well i think it'll be uh, a very fun he plays you say his name yeah it's cavill pretty sure i've always said cavill I'm going to stand by that. And I really enjoyed the first one, so I'm thinking the second one's going to be good. I'll definitely watch it. And then finally, Knock at the Cabin. This is a M. Night Shyamalan movie. He's back, baby, And this time he brought Dave Bautista, Rupert Grint, and Jonathan Groff.
0: I'm in. Jonathan Groff? I knew you Uh. would be. I'm so in. Yes. You had me. me a Dave Bautista, but Jonathan Groff, now I'm really in. Yeah, and
2: Ron from Hogwarts. He's back. Yeah, that, that one was less
0: for me. I I passed him under for a reason, yeah.
2: Uh, no, but it looks very interesting. Uh, a couple, Jonathan Groff and his husband, uh, go to a cabin and bring their adopted daughter. Then all of a sudden, these f- like four or five strange people show up out of the woods and are basically saying, We have come here because... Uh, somebody in this family has to make the worst decision possible, implying someone's got to kill, somebody, somebody's got to die, and they say it's to prevent the apocalypse.
0: And oh, wow. then
2: there's, like, no more information given. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm, and Dave Bautista's the, like, I'm very sorry I have to do this to you, but, like, wanted, like somebody's got to die type guy. Oh, wow. wow. So I can't wait to see where the twist comes.
0: Are Rupert Grint and Jonathan Groff supposedly husband and husband here?
2: No, Rupert Grint is with Dave Bautista on the Preventing the Apocalypse. Jonathan so Groff is there's married.
0: N- in no universe could Rupert Grint get Jonathan Groff. Oh that no. he would have that's... to cast a major spell. When Guardian Leviosa can only do so much, there's no yeah. way.
2: Yeah, no, that's that's way that'd be the most unbelievable part about that movie. <laughs> uh, not you didn't Dave watch Bautista the tra- time traveler? It's it's Rupert <laughs> Grant as. Punching above his weight. Oh, they're John time the travelers. I have to assume if they know about the apocalypse. <laughs> well, I don't know.
0: You, does that mean you didn't watch the trailer for The Menu? I did not. I sent it to you. I know. So that you would watch it. After I asked you to watch it, I then sent it to you so that you would watch it.
2: I know. You you did so much, and uh, I let you down. I. But it's okay. I
1: love that... I haven't seen this trailer for Knock at the Cabin. But the way you described it, these people come out of the woods and say, hey, you need to make this awful decision to save the apocalypse. And your first assumption was, oh, they're time travelers. They know what they're doing. And not these are some crazy woodland (laughs) druids. Sacrificing, nope. yeah, okay. <laughs> I love no. that
0: you said to save the apocalypse, as if like an apocalypse is something you want to save. No, it's it's to prevent it, prevent the apocalypse. <laughs> no, no, to save the, to make sure the world ends. We, you need you to kill somebody.
2: That'd but, be amazing. They're agents of chaos. They're the four. That's such people. a worse
0: story. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and that has been Crawford's Corner. Crawford's
0: Corner.
2: I think that's just about going to do it for us on this episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve. Thanks for listening to what we've been streaming. Uh, we highly recommend you go out and check out the ones we recommended, and avoid uh, whatever that last movie that Drew did not like. So, uh, and also this is where I leave you. Apparently, skip that altogether. <laughs> but watch Arrested Development early in the morning, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> join us as we were talking about House of the Dragon and She-Hulk next.